welcome to another episode of the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping with your host, Mimi Footnip. That's me. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. I'm trying to figure out how to describe what I do when I have to fill out forms, like flying into Hawaii. It's like, there's a thing that says um, occupation, and I'm like, hmm, what do I put there? Or like, um, like, what is your job? And I'm trying to figure out how to sum it all up. I'm kind of considering going with the vanilla sounding, like, media company or something like that. I don't know. I do so many things. I guess... I wear a lot of hats, right? Like I build a website, I build my website. I have I do video editing and direct videos and then I also am a model and actor and I do voiceover and I'm a podcaster and I'm a media marketing person and <laughs> I just I don't know, what do you call all of that? Uh, I'm calling it, yeah, maybe I'm just going to go with media, digital media marketing or digital media company. If you guys have any clever ideas of ways that I can like put that on forms and things and whatnot, uh, for going like dealing with airport stuff or government stuff, not everyone is, you know, I don't know, you know, you guys know. I mean, I'm really open about being a fetish model with people in my life, but I don't really know that I want, like, I don't know, the state to, like, follow me around. And just, anyway, I digress. Welcome to the podcast. And today's episode is our one year anniversary. I am podcasting to you from Hawaii and I've unplugged my air conditioner because I, I can't figure out how to like get it to be quiet and um, so I'm sweating. For, for those of you who are into sweaty beachy feet, I've got them right now because it is hot. Uh, <laughs> but I will plug in the air conditioning uh, when I'm done. So maybe that'll motivate me to get through this podcast work quickly. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but this is the one-year anniversary episode. And some of you had some great suggestions for anniversary show ideas. And uh, what I tend to do when I have a lot of anxiety about something, like, you know, say, moving to a new state uh, or making a very special episode of the Pedal Pumping Podcast is I cope with that stress and anxiety by doing nothing, by procrastinating and doing nothing until the very last second, I throw a bunch of shoes in a bag and hop on a plane or I uh, unplug my air conditioning. I actually <laughs> tried to I actually did try to record the podcast earlier, but my neighbors were like mowing the lawn and making a lot of noise and I just couldn't like between the air conditioner and the neighbors. I don't know. This, I have a new environment here and I will get it ironed out, but <laughs> you guys are great for bearing with me. 
For our one year anniversary episode, I don't have anything terribly special, but I I do have a commitment to you. And my commitment is another year of pedal pumping podcast. I, at our one year anniversary, commit to, the dogs are barking. I commit to another year. I commit to you and to the community and I invite you to email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com with your stories and fantasies and questions and hot, sexy, pedal-pumping stuff. Bring it on <laughs> if you want to share with me and with the community. I'm also posting a story by Jim Shu. It's um, a part two of a story about my... Volkswagen rabbit. Uh, it's this. I'm not the main character in the story, but it it does feature a Volkswagen rabbit. So I'm gonna assume that it was inspired by my rabbit uh, that I drove. It was my very first car. I drove it in high school, a 1979 two door rabbit. Uh, and so I've narrated that and put that on the uh, for Patreon for the patrons. And I'll play a snippet of it here on the podcast today. So that's part of our celebration. Also, just um, want to thank the patrons before we go any further because you guys uh, really step up and support the podcast. So on behalf of myself and the whole community and everyone listening. I want to thank Tevin, Jim, Riker, Old Dirty, Michael, DBM, Not a Golfer, Sean, MF, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Leo, Havaianas Fan, Robert, and Austin. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being my ride or die. All right, so let's take a quick break and on to our one-year anniversary show. Okay, welcome back from the break. We will uh, start with another email from Leo. Leo is a patron of the podcast, and he sent me some a series of stories, so I'm going to be featuring these throughout the episodes. This one is called 1991, The Last Week of 10th Grade, and he writes, 1991, my sophomore year was pretty much like this, go to school get to my classes, eat lunch, and play some sports. Try to socialize with everyone and especially get to know girls. There was this one in particular. Her name was Christy. She was a junior in my school. I remembered her from summer school the previous year. During summer school, I'd see her driving up with her dad in a Nissan Sentra. It was in 89 or something. And it was a boxy white four-door sedan. Nothing much happening there. It looked like she was learning to drive that summer and doing very well. I watched as she parked the car in a stall but was on the line. Her dad got out and looked at how off the mark she was. I overheard her dad say, You parked crooked! Christy yelled out the window, Sorry, Dad! I overheard the loud conversation and went over to the beach, the sorry, the bench seated closer to their car. Got a good angle from my vantage point, sitting about 20 feet away from the vehicle as it was parked into the stall at an angle. This view allowed me to see into the car with the driver door open. The driver door still closed, and Christy still seated in the driver's seat overhearing her dad's complaining. I drank my can of Coke and eating Doritos so I wouldn't look too suspicious. I heard her dad say something that grabbed my attention. 
You parked crooked and you're not supposed to drive like that, her dad saying with a commanding tone. Like a dog with his ears lifting up from getting alerted by a dog treat, I looked over, listening with my attention fully focused at them. She turned around in her seat, reaching over to back to retrieve her backpack and spun back around. I saw the door open and Christy was sitting there with her legs to the floorboard. This day she was wearing a blue capri pants with a white top and on her feet were a pair of tan sole with white cross strap sandals with the heel straps. She stepped out with the left foot first, the strap still around her left ankle, then planted her foot shifting herself around and then with her right foot stepping down, but the ankle strap wasn't fastened around her ankle. I asked myself, does she drive with the sandal on or did she take it off? She quickly got her backpack and walked my way. Her dad got in the car and closed the door and yelled out the window, see you at one. She replied back, okay, dad, rolling her eyes as she walked. The parking lot had a fair amount of commotion and everyone looked back at her dad. She came over and sat next to me on the bench and asked me what was going on in class today. I told her we have a geography quiz today. I watched as she reached down to fasten her strap on the right ankle. Since she asked me a question, I had to ask her a question. I heard your dad speaking kind of loud there. What's going on? Christy replied, oh, nothing. He just talks loud. A slight pause for a couple seconds. He didn't like the fact that I took my sandal off. It could get stuck in the pedals. At that moment, I began to look at her feet, her tanned and smooth textured skin under the white cross straps. Her toes were slender yet bony and a dark red painted toenails that were in need of a redo as they were chipped and the cuticles were visible. Her foot was fairly long. I say five and a half for her frame. A 5'3 Asian mix with Hawaiian, Chinese Hawaiian to be exact. Tan skin and long black hair. She actually looked like the actress Ming-Na Wen from Street Fighter the movie. We walked to our class and followed her down the hallway watching her feet as she walked. I noticed a slight dirt spot on the back of her right heel as she stepped. To me it was like an indication that she took the sandal off to drive and the bottom of her heel rested on the floor of the car. She had a small butt, I recalled. Her legs were average, but she did have nice breasts. We get in class and we get seated. I let her sit in front of me, and I took the seat behind her to the right so I could get a good view of her feet in front of me to the left. Class begins, and I watch her feet for a little bit. She crossed them forward, resting her right heel on the floor and the left over the right foot, showing the top of her left foot wrapped by her sandal. I noticed her second toe just slightly longer than the big toe, and she waved her left foot fast like being nervous about the quiz, I guess. The teacher announces that the quiz will begin. Walked along the rows, distributing the 20-page quiz to each of us. Christy looks back at me and whispers, I'm nervous. I look at her and quietly replied, no worries, girl, you got this. At this point, we get our papers. The teacher announces to the class, you have one hour, begin. I got focused on the quiz. About five minutes in, Christy turned to me and whispered again, I'm getting sweaty. I shake my head and giggle. I look back on my paper, answering the questions and checking off the bubbles. Out of my peripherals, Christy pulls her feet back under her chair, reaches down, and with her index finger, pulls back on her right ankle strap of her sandal and frees her heel from the strap. She does the same with the left.
Then she releases her right foot from the sandal, first followed by the left. I started to look at her feet as she flexed her toes up and down, then swinging her right foot, dragging it on the cool tile floor, as if to cool her right foot and wiping the sweat and moisture onto the floor. The left did the same. She would swing them back and forth sometimes together and sometimes one out followed by the other while the other came back. I focus back on the quiz. My peripheral picks up something again. Her right foot stops swinging. I look at her right foot swept back to the front right of the leg of her chair. She had wrapped her big toe and second toe around the leg of her chair. I got a bit of an arousal out of this as I noticed how she gripped the skinny leg of the chair with her toes and she would swing her heel side to side and then bounce her heel up and down. My erection started growing from her action on the leg of the chair. I reached down with my right hand to feel the leg of my chair too. It was cold as the metal would be in an air-conditioned room. I placed my fingers around it like her toes were and it felt good, like a cold sensation between my index and middle finger. I could only imagine what she felt as the cold metal leg of her chair was between her big toe and second toe of her right foot. I continued watching her right foot as she'd loosen her grip and slowly let her foot slide down a bit and her second toe kind of pointed up a bit, dragging on the cold pole as she did this. I began to sweat even though the room was air conditioned. My erection now was really hard and then her foot stopped sliding down. She quickly reasserted her grip on the leg and her toes locked on, turning into the chair's leg. She had found a cool spot there as the original spot may have gotten warm. I looked at the clock and shit, 20 minutes passed. I have to focus back on the quiz. I jammed it and flipped my papers 10 minutes before the time limit. I looked back at Christy and she had put her sandals back on but didn't reattach her ankle straps. Quiz over, pencils and pens down. The teacher announces, pencil down and penis down. I said to myself in my head, don't want to embarrass myself in front of everyone in the class. That would have been tragic. The day went on till the end of the class, 1230. I walked out of class and headed to the park lot of the school. Christy was standing by the bench waiting for her dad to pick her up. I walked up to Christy and asked her, how'd you think you did? I asked, fucking shitty. She replied, I didn't study for it. I was stressing, she said. My hands were sweating and even my feet. Christy continued on, stating that some of the questions made no sense. I laughed a little, listening to her rambling on about the quiz. And to our right in the road, an 80s dark blue four-door old's cutlass slowly crept up and blew its horn. Christy jumped and I laughed because I recognized her dad behind the wheel. Hey there, young lady, want a ride? Her dad said loudly. He put the car in park and hopped out and looked at Christy and told her to drive. Christy told me we talk more tomorrow and she walked around to the rear of the car and got into the driver's seat. Her dad got in. I walked toward the passenger door to have a view of what I wanted to happen. She sat there and immediately kicked off her right sandal and placed her pretty barefoot down on the brake. The toes of her right foot curled over the pedal and I immediately began to get hard. Her dad reacted and said, what are you doing? Christy replied, what? I gotta feel it. My mind began to race. My heart started beating harder. Christy reached back down for the sandal and put it back on. Her dad said, fasten your sandals. 
She did so, rolling her eyes again. I smiled at her, and she smiled back. Her dad looked at me and said, You have a good day, young man. As he was talking, I looked over to Christy, and she was looking at her dad talking in silence, but reading her lips saying, You suck. I laughed and watched as she drove away. This was my first experience with Christy. I was in ecstasy at realizing how she is. I fantasized about being in the car, just me and her and no dad, no dad around. Fast forward to the day I was walking to school. I was by the high school already. Traffic was pretty heavy, as normal in the morning, as everyone was on their way to work, so there was a line to the traffic light. In the distance, I saw the blue four-door olds, and I would see Christy driving it from time to time, but never had the opportunity to get alongside her knowing what I would see. I started walking faster, got closer to the edge of the sidewalk. I could see Christie's fixing her hair, looking in her mirror, and she recognized me walking up from the right side. She waved at me and said, what's up? I approached her passenger window and bam, there it was, a barefoot driving hot Asian girl. Her right foot pressed on the brake, toes curled over the top, jean capri pants with a white t-shirt and jeans jacket, a pair of those black chunky Mary Jane shoes that enclosed the front and had a thick strap that went over the top of the foot. The shoes were on the passenger seat. I noticed her socks rolled up in them. Christy asked me how I'd been and I responded back, I've been good. The traffic moved slowly forward and I paced myself alongside of her car. I saw her point her toes to the gas pedal to move alongside me. I lost view a little because my angle shifted as I walked a little too fast, so I backed up a little. We didn't see each other much the whole year because of the schedule of classes, and it was a big high school. I was catching glimpses of her right foot. Her big toe and second toe pointed into the gas pedal, and her heel would float off the blue carpet, which looked dirty from dirt and sand. The traffic stopped again, and I walked up to her window and conversed for a second. I said, "'Nice shoes!' I took a closer look at her socks rolled up in them. The socks were kind of thin like nylons. She laughed and said, oh yeah, they're kind of expensive. Traffic shifted again and stopped. I stepped back and watched as she repeated her barefoot pedal dance. Christy said, hey, I'm going to park around the corner. I briskly walked around the corner and looked for a parking spot for her. I found one and waited to wave her down. She almost passed me as she drove up. A parallel stall between two other cars is what she had to navigate. She got in like a pro. She rolled up her windows and turned off the ignition, then scooted over the passenger side and opened the door. She sat there and swung her bare feet out to the curb. Her toenails were painted black and they looked freshly painted. She grabbed her left shoe and pulled the thin sock out and then started putting it on her left foot. It was a thin sock all right. Her polished toes could be seen clearly through the cotton or nylon material. Boner alert! She then put on her right sock on pointing those sexy toes and watching her spread and flex her toes as she pulled the thin sock to its maximum point. She then picked up her chunkies and placed them in front of her. She then lifted both socked feet up and I watched those little black painted toenails disappear into the shoes. She quickly stood up and spun herself around, testing her fitment. I said, Nice, she replied, thank you, and stepped forward. At this point, I held my backpack in front of me to conceal the rifle that was locked and loaded in my pants. I asked, so what are you doing after school? She turned around with a sad look in her face and said, oh, me and my boyfriend are going to the billiards. 
My heart sank, but it quickly shrugged it off. Nah, that's cool. Me, John, and the boys gonna go to the arcade, I responded. Christy walked over to the front of the car and placed her right foot on her tire, which was turned to the curb. She then reached down to fasten the strap and repeated the process with the left. We crossed the street together and said goodbye to each other. I didn't feel much, except for the missed opportunity maybe to hook up with her. Back then, I was thinking, in time, maybe. After school, I walked back the same route, got across the street, and noticed Christy and her boyfriend sitting in the car. As I was walking up, I noticed Christy reaching to the footwell to remove her chunkies. She was looking down at her feet and then looked up and saw me walking and waved at me. I walked up to the passenger side. This is my boyfriend, Alex, she said. I reached out and shook his hand and said, what's up, homie? While looking over to see Christy's thin, socked feet, and they looked wet from her sweat of being in those shoes all day, I could see her tan skin tone and her black toenails really were visible. I instantly got hard again. She asked me if me and my boys would like to chill at the billiards one day, and I said, sure, next weekend? All right. I watched as she started her olds, turned her wheels straight, and began to work her way out of the stall. The car moved back, then turned and rolled forward. I already walked a few steps past her car, and watching her rolling forward, she suddenly stopped, and I heard the car shift back into park. The brake lights went off, and from my view through the back window, I saw her reaching down again and coming back up, twisting over to the back seat, and in her hand were the thin white socks. She had taken them off, too and released them to the floor behind the seat. I heard Alex yell out, Ew, stinky, as he laughed. I heard Christy yelling, Shut up! I can't drive with them on! They drove off. There was just a level of jealousy, but I moved on, got home, and relieved myself with the thoughts and images in my mind. Occasionally saw Christy over the years. She went from the Olds to a Corolla, and the last time I saw her, she had a BMW. One of the many girls from my high school days, I had quite a few experiences with girls back then. So far, in my 10th grade year, I had two experiences with girls that drove barefoot, Becky and Christy. It was just beginning to me trying to understand what I felt inside. The more I tried to understand it, the more I wanted to see other women drive barefoot. 16-year-olds and having these urges inside of me, it was a little hard back then not knowing what to do, but eventually... Everything kind of just played out fine. Thank you so much, Leo. I love this story. I love, I don't know. There's a way that, maybe it's the way that you express yourself in writing. It's just fun to read it. Uh, a white Nissan Sentra. It's really funny. I had a friend named Nikki in high school that drove a Nissan Sentra in the 80s. And to me back then, that seemed like a kind of a new fancy car because you know my car was like a 70s <laughs> well it was a 79 so it was like you know a good 10 years old by 1989 so anyone that was driving like a 1988 Nissan Sentra was like "Ooh, you're driving a new car I remember thinking that it just looked so adult-like <laughs> anyway um Christy she sounds like quite the cutie um with her sweaty feet and her sandals and her funny dad. I like the story. It's just, I think the thing that I like about your stories, Leo, is that they feel so honest and wholesome. There's just, maybe it's the high school thing, right? There's just something kind of like sweet about the whole thing. Um, and you with your like, you know, 
class, your boner in class, like <laughs> boner alert. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me giggle. Uh, I feel like I'm in 10th grade reading that. But yeah, that was super fun and cute to read. I, um, maybe cute's not the right word. Like sexy, flirty, fun. I don't know. I enjoyed that one a lot. I think also because we're the same generation. You, so 1991, you were in 10th grade. And I graduated from high school in 1991. So we would have been, I would have been, a, I'm a couple years older than you, I suppose. So... All right, I think I'm going to end here because we've got a long, another long show. Oh, I'm not going to end here. I'm going to give you a dose of Jim Shoe, and then I'm going to end. But I'm going to end my talking. I guess that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you um, a little excerpt of Jim's story. You can find his work on Amazon. Just search Jim Shoe, S-H-U-E on Amazon Books, and you'll find his work. And he also has contributed a good number of stories to the Pedal Pumping Podcast community over on Patreon. If you're interested in becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash pedalpumpingpodcast and sign up and you can support the podcast and enjoy a lot of stories and other fun stuff over there. Um, what else before I go plug in my air conditioning? <laughs> um, I can relate to Christy's sweaty feet about now. Um, oh, I um, think I mentioned this last time, but it's it's working rather well. I'm kind of excited about posting videos on allmylinks.com slash mimifootnip. It's kind of a cool way to get a, to sell content directly and kind of get around all of the people who... Um, how do I say this? Because I am... I'm, I'm a... I believe in consent and I'm not trying to do things that are non-consensual. However, if you sell videos on like clips for sale or, you know, any other kinds of those kinds of websites, OnlyFans, if I post on OnlyFans, if I have any other performer in the clip, they have to submit their social security number, their um, like passport photo ID pictures like not only do you have you have to take a picture of yourself holding your ID like there's all these things you have to do and you know most people unless you're like a dedicated fetish model most if you ask a friend like hey you want to appear in this video but you're gonna have to like sign your life away to this website like Pornhub or you know um, clips for sale or something most people are gonna feel a little uncomfortable about that and so it's kind of occurring to me like, oh, I could potentially maybe make a video that my friend, you know, include a friend or somebody who would like verbally sign off on it, but doesn't want to, or, you know, would like sign a little something saying like, I consent to be in this video, but doesn't necessarily um, want to go through all the, jump through all the hoops um, of the clip store. So anyway, that's just an option. Um and I can see my mom's calling me, so I'm going to pick up my phone and I'll leave you with Jim Shoe. You guys, see you next week. Thanks for one fantastic year. Love you guys. Bye. Green light. Jennifer's T-strap Birkenstock pressed hard on the gas pedal, and the other foot let up on the clutch. She missed the transition. The rabbit lurched forward, then hesitated. The engine revved. Jennifer lifted her T-strap Birkenstock off the gas for a moment and feathered the clutch, but it was too late. 
The rabbit stalled. Please not now. <laughs> Jennifer sobbed through her words. She reached for the key and pressed the clutch pedal to the floor. Again, she glanced in the rearview mirror, noting the dark street behind her. She felt alone and her nerves frayed from what she had witnessed minutes before. She rested her T-strap Birkenstock on the gas pedal and turned the ignition key. The rabbit whined, the tiny engine rolling over, wah, wah, wah. Jennifer pumped the gas pedal twice in rapid succession. The rabbit coughed and choked. An exhaust note burped from the tailpipe. The smell of exhaust and unburnt fuel filled the air. 